Hey everybody, J.P. Mundy here for Eastern Food Equipment. Their mission is to consistently provide their customers with outstanding service and listen and respond to their needs with energy and commitment. They work with a wide range of food service customers, with most fitting in one of the following categories. Chain restaurants, regional chain restaurants, independent restaurants, hotels, nightclubs, even country clubs, and corporate dining. Located at 1930 Healy Drive in Winston-Salem, come in today, pick up a catalog, and look through thousands of must-have items for your restaurant. Eastern Food Equipment. Small enough to care, big enough to deliver. Welcome, everyone, to week two of the Raider Report. We ended up week one uh, speculating on what could, what might, what probably would happen in a game against East Forsyth. And, man, look at you. You guys rolled up to Kernersville and came out with a win over the previously ranked, number one ranked team in the area. That must have felt good for your guys. Yeah, it was special. You know, uh, really proud of the way our guys played. Um, you know, you didn't really know what to expect with the previous two weeks that we had. You know, that, that could have gone either way with, you know, where we were mentally and uh, just really proud of the fight that our guys showed. And, you know, we were fortunate to, like you said, go into a place we've never won in, what, 16 years, I guess, and uh, to come out with the victories. It was a special night. What, what is it about your teams that – I mean, everybody likes you, but nobody likes playing your team because you're never, ever going to be out of the fight. And how does that – is that just something that you've tried to instill since you took over at Reagan all those years ago? or But what is it about your program specifically, if you can pinpoint it? Is, why is it that you're such a pest to everybody that you play? You, you just won't lay yeah, down. I, I, that's, you know, I don't think it has anything to do with me. It's, it's our kids. You know, we – we have guys who want to win more than anything, and they'll do whatever it takes to win. Um, you know, I think every school, you know, when you look at every school, some schools get along with schools really well. Some schools are big rivals. Some schools are hated by many. I think that's that's everywhere across the country, whether it's high school or college. You know, it's, it is who it is, and, uh, or it is what it is, and, you know, we are who we are, and, you know, we'll, we'll play anybody and we'll play as hard as we can. And, you know, hopefully we come out on top. But I, I think it's a testament to our guys and, you know, their will to win more than anything. I was looking at some of the statistics um, from the season so far and what you're able to do so far the season offensively. And it really showed Friday night was a balanced attack um, on on offense. You know, you're being you're able to you're, you're not having to throw it a million times a game and you're not trying to hand it off every down either. Um, you're able to do the things that in your playbook, the traditionally that you do very well. Um, do you sense a lot of uh, offensive freedom this year for you for this squad? Yeah, and I think it, you know, when, when you look, we talk about balance, I think it starts with your quarterback. You know, what, what kind of quarterback do you have and how well can he manage the game? Uh, you know, we, we are. You know, I don't know if balance is, is a great word. You know, we are running the football probably a little bit more than throwing it. But, 
you know, more than anything, most importantly, we're taking care of the football. You know, and that's something going into this season that, you know, we, we put an emphasis on ball security every day. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we have a five-minute period that is strictly a rotational circuit uh, where we are di- doing different ball security drills. And, you know, I think we've turned it over twice in four games. Uh, the first one was a late a late game interception against North Davidson with a, yep. a blown route. And then we turned it over against uh, Grimsley uh, on a fumble uh, where a guy just got a hand on the ball in the, in the handoff. So we're taking care of the football. Uh, we, we can take our shots when we want to take our shots. We know when it's time to kind of ground and pound. Uh, last week, you know, with that explosive offense, the key was third downs. And I think we were 8 for 11 on third down conversions. And when you're 8 for 11 in third down, you know, I think you're setting yourself up uh, to, to hopefully win a game. Uh, and more importantly, you know, you're converting eight third downs. You're keeping those guys on the sideline. So I think that was a big piece to our to our success, if you will, on offense. But you know, hopefully here in a minute we're going to talk about our defense because I, I feel like that's that group is the reason we won that football game. But we are, and I, I but I'll tell you this: we're going to talk about your defense. But when I, I was at Ragsdale with my partner, um, watching Northern Guilford play, and and your game went final. And I raced home because I wanted to see if what I thought was true was true. And it was it was you were able to you guys were able to to do what you do traditionally with success. And then you and then you stayed on the field like the longer that um, you kept Rainer and that offense um, and Stokes and all them off the field, like the the more the pendulum swung in your favor. And I think, again, that was going into it part of the plan. You know, if you're playing an explosive offense, uh, well, you've got to do something to control those guys. And if you keep throwing your defense out there over and over and over, at some point they're going to have some success. And so we were able to control it. If you look at that last drive where that we had the football, you, you know, we get stuffed on a fourth and one there. But if we were to pick that up, now you're starting to get into their timeouts and they're starting to have to take take every opportunity to stop the clock. But that could have potentially gotten itself into a seven – or eight-minute drive in the fourth quarter. Uh, and when, you, when you're when you taking seven, eight minutes off the clock and those guys are on the sideline, uh, good things are going to happen. And especially with your speed. Now on the other side of the ball, when I talk about Reagan with other coaches, they immediately, rightly so, mentioned the defense. Um, Adrian Snow told me Monday night, flat, and he goes, that group can play with anybody defensively. And I knew that they were going to be good. Um, this is, this is a defensive unit that didn't get a full season last, you know, in, in, in the spring, you dealt with the injuries with that. We, you know, like we've talked about and have just come out with a chip on their collective shoulder. It seems like this season. Yeah, that's, that's a testament to Coach Burton, our defensive coordinator, our defensive staff, uh, the way they prepare every week. You know, we come in every Sunday and spend a couple hours together uh, breaking down film and looking ahead to the next week. And, you know, they do such a great job of making sure our guys are in position to be successful. Uh, and then you got a group of guys on that side that, first and foremost, it's a very close group of people. You know, they, they like playing with each other. They like playing for each other. Um, and they practice really hard. Uh, they, those those guys give our offense a scout look. You know, a lot of times you you know your scout team is made up of guys who are possibly backups, but our starting defense gives our offense a scout look every week. And so, 
you know, it's a group that's just really bought in to what we're trying to, to teach them. Uh, they bought into what has to happen in order for us to be successful. Um, and again, they're prepared every week. They play really hard. Uh, and that's a, that's a big piece to winning is, you know, preparing and, and playing as hard as you can. Collectively, now you, you sit at two and two. How much did playing Grimsley and Myers Park prior to opening conference give your team confidence? How much, how much, how valuable was that experience? Uh, the, the plan kind of worked as we, we thought it should work. Uh, as, like I told you last week, the schedule was set up very intentional. Uh, we, we, it's not like this is the only people we could go play and woe was me kind of deal. It was very intentional. If we want to be successful in the, in the league, which is our goal every year, uh, you have to kind of go outside of your comfort zone and test yourself early put your guys in those big moments early. You know, we were in a big-time game with Grimsley with a packed house at our place uh, with with pressure moments. Uh, and and within those pressure moments, we did not execute at a high level. So now Friday night, fast forward to this past Friday night, we're in those same pressure moments with the packed house at East, and our guys knew how to respond because they had been there. You know, if you go back and you – you schedule three opponents that you know you're going to win uh, and you know you're going to come out 3-0 and and kind of inflate your your record and, you know, give you a false sense of who you really are. Now we're not used to being in that big moment uh, this past Friday night, and there were several of those moments that I think could have gone, you know, the other way really, really easily. Um, so very, again, very intentional part of the plan, uh, and, and, it, and it's, it's paying off for us in that one game. Now we've, we've got a long way to go. You know, but uh, very, very proud of the fight and, and especially in those pressure moments. And it, it's so funny to watch the domino effect of, of your win against East Forsyth and then West Forsyth beat Mount Tabor. And it just seems like all of a sudden the rankings and I know you don't care. You guys don't care about rankings and that kind of thing. And I don't know, you know, the players will look at them. But it's just a testament to how strong this league is, is that I jokingly posted on Twitter Friday night. It's like, yep, Reagan and West at the top of the uh, CPC after week one, just like we all predicted. Because you went and made all, all of us media types look dumb. Mm-hmm. You just went out there and th- th- we, didn't, we knew that the league was good. We didn't know it was this good. Yeah, and I think we, as coaches, we know it's that good. You know, we know exactly what to expect going into this thing. Uh, you know, there's some teams in this league that can beat anybody any given Friday night. Um, it doesn't really matter the location, home or away. You can you can beat teams and you can lose very easily. Uh, so that's, you know, we know it going into it. And I think you're starting to see how balanced the league really is. And, you know, with the next however many weeks to go, you're, you're going to see some crazy things continue to happen. Uh, just because that's where we are as a conference. Yeah, I completely agree. Let's take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back to talk a little bit more football here on the Raider Report. Welcome back to the Raider Report, Coach Josh McGee. 
I got to tell you, if your ears were burning Monday night, um, that's because you were disgusted. I have another show uh, that I host. And then uh, this, this show makes three coaches shows that we do. One of them is over in Kernsville, Willard. Then we got the snowman on Monday night. And we were discussing some different things. And Snow was concerned about you. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if Coach McGee has the personality to keep up with us here in that circle of trust because well, we all call each other after the Friday night, so I, and I worry about him a lot. And not as much as I worry about the bald-headed dude over in Kernersville, but I worry about McGee a lot. And I tried to tell him, I tried to tell him, I was like, wait a second. Josh is a is a is a good dude. He's a funny dude. He's a, I mean I say like, he's going to fit in right well. I think they're threatened personally. I think they're threatened about having the third show out there. But wh- I want to continue to let the people get to know you a little bit better. So I, 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 one of the things I got to know is this: What is your preferred go to post game meal? Or if you don't have or if you don't have one of those, what's your preferred night out with the misses? No, no kids meal. So I've always been, you know, I'm a chicken wing guy. You know, I'm going to, if, if I'm going out with, with guys and buddies, or if I'm going out with my family and my wife, I'm, I'm going to find chicken wings and, and see who's, who has the best wings. But after a Friday night, you know, you get home at 12, one o'clock in the morning, the, the options are, are limited. So, you know, lately the last few years, it's, it's been stopping through its sheets and you can go to sheets and it's open 24 hours. and Food's pretty decent, so uh, that's usually what it is. But at, at the core of who I am, I'm a chicken wing guy. Wait a minute. Now, so who? Now, for my purposes, because we are kindred spirits in that. Where are the best? Where are the best wings that you've experienced in, in or throughout the county? You know, so when I was a kid, you know, I'm I'm from the Clemens Louisville area. It's always it's always been Ronnie's. Okay. You know, when I was a when I was a young kid, that was my dad and I. You know, we would go to Ronnie's on Friday nights, and then you go to the West football game. That's kind of – that's where it all started for me. And so I'm always going to love Ronnie's chicken wings. Uh, but as I've kind of ventured out a little bit, you know, I, you know, my coaching staff, we, we go out to eat every Thursday night after a JV game. It's just an opportunity for us to, to go out and spend time together away from football. But, you know, kickback jacks. And I don't know if you've ever had wings at kickback jacks. But no. they are they, – they've got, a, you know, obviously a fried wing. They've got a, a smoked wing. That's really good as well. So I, I like kickbacks, but I'm always going to go back to Ronnie's any opportunity that I, that I have. Now, knowing some of the guys on your staff, who, who's got the worst, like, who, who's got the worst sauce order when it comes to getting their wings, whatever? Because sometimes, I mean, a lot of us will go hot. A lot of us will go to that, you know, spicy Thai chili and stuff like that. And then you'll have somebody that might go, you know, lemon caesar or whatever something out who's got the worst wing order on your that's definitely definitely gonna be chris mccoy uh you know pudge will go to a a rub a lot faster than the rest of us you know he's pudge will go out and i I call him pudge but but chris mccoy will go out and you know he'll be the one that tries the the lemon zing stuff or the parmesan rub when the rest of us are just a normal you know whatever it may be but so definitely chris mccoy is going to go out and be the one that steps out. All right. Along that line, what is on 
that's what I'm doing with the kids. Let me tell you what I'm doing with the kids this year. I'm having them assemble a playlist for me because my, my, my youngest, my, you know, with George being away in Wilmington now, my hip hop expert is gone. Yep. But now I got my, my youngest, who's about to turn 11. He's listening to stuff. I got to keep current because I'm not, I ain't no punk. I'm going to keep yep, current. What, what is, what are you listening to? What, what is on your playlist that's in heavy rotation right now? You know, from a, a music standpoint, you know, I'm not a great person to, to kind of pull info from. Uh, I've always, you know, I like I like Drake. You know, I can throw the new Drake album album on and listen. But, you know, before a game for me, it's usually a podcast. You know, I, I love listening to podcasts, whether it's, a, you know, obviously a football podcast or if it's a motivational podcast or, a, you know, inspiration, whatever it may be. I'm, I'm more of a kind of get alone and, and throw my headphones in and listen to a podcast and try to learn something than I am throwing some music in. But, you know, I, I, I've always been a big Drake fan and you know, that's kind of where I start. What's your, what was your hype music when you were a quarterback? When you were, when you, when you were at Winston-Salem State, what you listening to in the locker room pregame? Oh man, you know, I, I can't, that's 20 years ago. You're going back, obviously you're going back to, to Jay-Z you're going back to Lil Wayne. You're going back to, you know, when when I felt like rap was really good, you know, back in the early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, obviously, Tupac and Biggie were were always going to be big in our locker room. But uh, yeah, those, those were the ones that I can remember the most. Yeah. So you know what? I'm I'm a podcast guy too. Who are your top? What are your top three podcasts you got going right now? Yeah, you know. So I, I love listening to, to John Gordon. You know, John Gordon. Is okay. a, a tremendous author, but, but lives in this world of positivity. You know, everything is positive and it's encouraging and it's team building. You know, Eric Thomas and you know, Eric Thomas is probably the, one of the best motivational speakers that you're going to find. Uh, and then, you know, just random, random things that pop up on my, my NFL deal, whatever, whether it's sure. NFL college football talk. Uh, but from a, I guess, motivational John Gordon and, and Eric Thomas are, you know, two of the best. Okay. Speaking of motivation, before we wrap up here, we got, you know, your schedule is what it is. Next up is Glenn. This is a team that is also is playing very well on offense. Um, they didn't have the toughest of openers in the conference, but they just came off of playing Chambers, you know, um, and they hung in there with Chambers. I don't know what I don't know what their quarterback status is at the moment. I know he got dinged up a little bit in Charlotte. What does this is a talented group of of kids again that you got to play against? What does what does Reagan have to do well Friday night? Yeah, so again, very talented group, you know. And if you know, I think people for whatever reason you, you forget that Glenn won this league. Uh, in the spring, you know, they're, they're, def they're the defending CPC champs. And so, you know, they're, they're, their quarterback's really special. We know he's been dinged up and obviously don't know his status, but there's so many other weapons on that offense. You know, Levine is, is tremendous. They've got, you know, you know, Cheney's unreal. They've got several other skilled guys out wide that are, are great football players. Their offensive line, I think four or five, four out of the five or three-year starters possibly. The center is a really good player. Uh, but the strength of that football team is their defense. And, uh, you know, you look at you look at Albert Red and, and Coverdale, Kedrick Green, and I mean, those, and the, you know, Josh Nolan, those guys are tremendous, tremendous football players. And they, the team speed on defense, you know, I think they're the probably the fastest 
football team in our league, just overall team speed. So it's a lot of the same things we've been doing. It's, t- it's first and foremost, take care of the football when we have it. You know, we've got to convert third downs, keep the offense on the sideline. Uh, but, but I think this game is going to be about physicality. You know, we've got to take our physicality to another level. Uh, there's not going to be a whole lot of sideline to sideline success against a football team like this. You've got to go right at them, and you've got to be more physical. Uh, and then, like 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 always, you have to win the kicking game. If you can get three points, you've got to, you've got to be confident in taking three. Uh, field position is key. Um, you know, obviously, a well coached football team. So it's going to take, it's going to take forty eight minutes for as long as it takes to finish, and uh, hopefully, we have great success and come out on top. Yeah, I hope so too. Obviously, I, I do want to make you aware of something because because we we're novices here and we're new we're the new guys on the block in this coaches show game. You do know that in the the petty CPC four A, other coaches are listening to this, right? You know. So, do you have anything? Any parting shots? Because they'll talk about you. I get. Oh I get. no! Listen, them guys know me, man. I'm I'm not a big. I'm not going to talk junk to them. All of these guys are great people, man. And uh, you know, I tell everybody, you know, this is probably the only league that's as competitive as it is, and we're all really good friends. You know, I've talked to Snow, talked to Willard, uh, Antoine, and I've become really good friends. And you know, dealing with what our you know our programs have dealt with a very similar deal within the last year, and, and I've really leaned on Antoine to be you know a source of information and, and encouragement. Uh, and you know, Tyshawn's been a great friend, Pat and. You know, Tim Devericks, we're all great friends. And then um, it's looking forward to building a relationship with Coach Brian at Parkland. So, you know, we're all great friends. And, uh, you know, every week I'm excited to compete not only with our teams, but you compete against a great friend and uh, and a great football coach. So, you know, those guys listen. Hey, they know how much they mean to me. And, and obviously, uh, you know, every week I felt like I become a better football coach by competing against those people. Mm. They're still going to talk about you on their show. That's though. fine. <laughs> you know, that's okay. You know, who each his own, and you know them guys. You know, I'm gonna come in, one day. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in there and in Clemens and and uh, East Coast Wings and Kernsville and you know, oh, crash okay. the party a little bit. I'd love to do a run in, Coach. I know you got to run. Good luck this Friday. No Raider rides alone. Check us out. We got a great new logo that's debuting this week. So when you go to your podcast app on 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 your smartphone for for download, take a good close look at our our new logo. It, it, awesome. it is it's awesome. Good luck, Coach. We'll see you Thank next you. week.